Hello there, Obi-Wan Kenobi here, and you're listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, brought to you by StarWarsDaily.com. The Force will be with you, always. Hello and welcome to the 97th episode of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. I am your host, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, is my faithful co-host, Matthew Krinky. What's happening? We're back. It's been a month or so, Mac. Where, where have we been? Yeah, uh, it's, it's We've been busy. just a little bit. Uh, you know, we wanted to get something out uh, oh, in yeah. June, but I guess the last episode was the beginning of June, but... Uh, uh, you know, since then, if anybody who's been on CloneWarsPodcast.com in that time has probably noticed a lot of changes around the web. Yeah, huge changes. Huge stuff. So brand new website. Uh, we got a new team member, uh, uh, Tim, who uh, actually we might be hearing from Tim soon uh, in a future podcast. Uh, not nice. necessarily front lines, but something. Uh, Sweet. And, uh, and he's been awesome, writing tons of news stories for us, keeping everybody up to date, so that uh, CloneWarsPodcast.com is actually a Star Wars news site. Uh, you know, we're not, uh, I'm not going to say that we're competing with the Force.net, but uh, we're, definitely, we're definitely starting to, uh, to have just a little bit more content on there. Oh, yeah. The site looks fantastic, too. It's all, I mean, just Wow. Yeah, I remember the first time you said, "Hey, you said, hey, go look at CloneWarsPodcast.com, click the link, and it just like popped." It's like, "Wow, this is totally, totally different. Some good stuff." Yeah, good stuff. yeah a couple of cool, really cool things on the website. You can listen to the latest episode, uh, like always, right there at the uh, at the top of the uh, the homepage, uh, just underneath the banner. Uh, there's a there's a little play button, and that'll always be the latest episode of Frontlines. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, if you want to find older episodes, you can go back through, uh, the, the episodes category and, uh, and you can play them all right from there, like right from that view, uh, without needing to click through. So, uh, yeah, you can listen to them directly on there. You can also go to the Facebook page now. And, uh, if you go to facebook.com slash clone wars podcast, there's a button near the top that says listen now and if you click on that uh, i believe you have to install the libsyn app but it's well worth it uh, you install that you can listen to all of the episodes all uh well 97 of them uh directly on the facebook page so uh lots of really cool stuff like that uh just sort of in that preparation for our illustrious 100th episode coming up <laughs> 
in yes. well, let's see how, when is it coming up it what's the countdown coming up in uh 44 days three hours 33 minutes and 36 seconds uh well that's not necessarily the podcast but i uh, but the beginning of star wars celebration six uh august 23rd to 26th in uh orange uh, orlando florida at the orange county convention center i always do that every single time <laughs> so i mean if you're not already planning on being there uh your time is running short and uh we we haven't heard back from uh lucasfilm and reed pop just yet as to whether or not we're going to have an official panel uh for the 100th episode but as i've said many a time i don't care if i gotta commandeer part of the show floor part of the exhibition floor and record the episode there we're recording live from Star Wars Celebration for our 100th episode, no matter what. So, no matter what. Uh, so look forward to that. That'll be sometime between the 23rd and the 26th. I'm hoping that we can get a live broadcast going. Uh, if anybody out there listening has any tips on how to do a live broadcast, say from an iPad or an iPhone, uh, mm-hmm. that would be really cool so that we we can uh, get that tested out and set up and let you guys know where to uh, to be pointed at. As soon as we know anything about uh, about the panel, uh, you'll be able to find that on CloneWarsPodcast.com as well as through our Twitter and our Facebook page. So I right. feel because I think we're going to hear about it soon. I, it's it's yeah. getting pretty close. I mean, getting close. 40 yeah. days, so just yeah. over a month and a half. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Celebration. So you said it, man. We're on ninety-seven. We got a few more to go. We got we're gonna, in this episode. We're going to be talking uh, talking some Clone Wars trailer, talking about C six, and uh, I think we're going to be talking to uh, Riley and Bethany Blanton later on, Mike, with uh, Star Wars Report. So we got a we got a live episode going today. Got some good stuff coming on. What's up first on the docket today? What do you want to talk about first? Uh, well, you know what? Let's talk about uh, a very cool event. Uh, Steve from uh, Geek Out Loud wanted me to mention this right here at the top of the show. Uh, everybody knows Steve Glosson, the, uh, the the glorious Steve Glosson, the, uh, the amazing, the illustrious. <laughs> uh, and it's the celebration of worship. So this is a service that's going on for uh, essentially uh, for for uh, Christian uh, members or well, yes, uh, attendees at uh, at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, so Steve, with his uh, five twenty one ministries uh, and Geek Out Loud, uh, and 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 a couple of friends uh, are putting together this uh, worship service on Sunday, August twenty sixth, uh, at the Rosen Plaza Hotel. So that uh, it doors open at 8 a.m. The the uh, the service will start at 8:30, and then it's going to be over by 9:30, uh, which is plenty of time for you to go get in line for whatever you're going to go do uh, for the uh, when they open the doors over at the convention center, which is literally across the street. Literally, like it's not e- it's not even a street. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a laneway that's specifically for the 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 convention center. So this is one of the hotels that's like right there. Um, nice. And if that wasn't enough to get you out there, uh, special guest, James Arnold Taylor will be there. Uh, Steve's going to be doing a talk. James is going to be doing uh, a, a word or two. Uh, and, uh, and you know, where there might be some other uh, surprise guests. I will be there. Uh, uh, and, uh, and I know that a few other uh, uh, podcasters, will definitely be there. So uh, this is going to be probably, you know what, for, for those uh, 
that this applies to for those that that are that are uh, spiritual and that that want to sort of gather together with everybody. Uh, this is going to be probably one of the highlights of the weekend, I think, because not only are you at a convention that is just all wall to wall Star Wars fans, but now you can find a whole bunch of them that have this one thing in common as well, like the, this one other thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, we can all kind of get together, uh, celebrate that, and uh, and uh, and have a good time uh, on that Sunday morning. And sort of awesome way, excellent way to uh, to essentially close out the uh, the weekend, which is going to be a fun weekend. So there's that, and then there's the uh, the closing ceremonies. But we'll talk about that in a second. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Steve wanted me to mention that and as I mentioned Steve, uh we've got another uh Star Wars celebration tip from Sweet. So let's listen to that. All right. Well, hello again one and all. It's Steve from Geek Out Loud, geekoutpodcast.com. You can find it there or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. That's where you should be listening to right now. Geek out, not right now, but you know, I mean, after you're through listening to Frontline's The Clone Wars Podcast, you should be checking out Geek Out Loud. It's the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. Guess what? You go to geekoutonline.com, not much new content. But anyhow, there's a podcast, and it's awesome, and you should check it out. Totally. Anyhow, I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. And I want to talk to you about some tips for Celebration 6 and or other cons that you may be attending, unless you're one of those con haters we talked about last time. Uh, This time I want to talk to you about batteries. Now, that's how we say it in the South, batteries. Some of you might say batteries, but we say batteries. You need some batteries. Uh, Make sure you have a camera. Uh, video still shot otherwise but have a camera and make sure that all your batteries are charged and ready to go it's going to be a long day a lot of times it's hard to find an outlet to charge things up so make sure you've got extra batteries charged batteries ready to go and everything so that you can take copious pictures because there will be a ton of stuff to take pictures of everything from the stars and celebrities that are on the different stages to the display booths that are around Every year there's some type of helmet project going on that's worth just taking tons and tons of pictures of. The R2 room is amazing. The costumes are incredible out of this world. On the main floor, on the exhibit hall, oh my lanta, there's so much going on that you're going to want to have a picture of so that that you can take a picture of. But also make sure that you're in a lot of pictures. You know, it's one thing to take pictures and have the memories of what you saw. But that's another Southern the way I just said things. It's it's one thing to have have a picture of the memories and, and take pictures of things that you saw. It's a whole other experience, though, when you're going back and showing people, hey, look at me, I'm in this. So, you know, make sure you got someone to take pictures of you. Find a friend. Talk, stop a stranger. Say, hey, how about take a picture of me? Get pictures with Darth Vader. Get pictures with Stormtroopers. Get pictures with the Emperor. Get pictures with Chewie. Get pictures with R2. Get pictures with C-3PO. Get pictures with Jabba. Get pictures. But make sure you got the batteries to do it. Because if you don't have batteries, guess what? You're not going to be able to have pictures. It's a sad state of affairs. But that's the way the world turns. So, it's a simple tip. It's an easy tip. It's a quick tip. Batteries. Batteries, batteries, batteries. Geek out loud. Always good tips from Steve. 
always the best. Uh, he definitely knows what he's talking about. He's yes. He's a convention veteran. He's been to two Star Wars celebrations. If I'm counting that right. Uh, and this will be his third. Uh, and he's also been to Dragon Con, and he's been to he's been to all sorts of things. And uh, you know, he's he's connected. He knows the folks who've been to uh, Comic Con and and PAX and a million and one things. So I uh, so oh yeah, you, he has wisdom. I uh, because because he, he won't steer you wrong. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I've always uh. I've actually used a couple of those tips before uh, in previous conventions, so uh, I definitely know those work. So, uh, talking about the water and the backpack and stuff like that, yeah. uh, gotta have. I think he talked about this a couple times ago. The backpack thing, God, that's a lifesaver. Putting uh, you know snacks in there and waters and stuff like that. Oh man, that makes such such a difference. Plus, it saves a little bit on the coin too. So uh, totally. Anyway, yeah, good stuff from Steve as always. Uh, and he's talking about C six, Mike. Should we? talk about c6 now or uh yeah let's uh let's run down uh you know what oh there is so much news a lot of yeah a lot going on you know it was funny real quick mike i remember last time we talked uh i was like a little concerned i go hey and this guess this doesn't look that uh exciting right now but uh it certainly has uh filled up in the last month or so since we last talked i'll tell you what a uh, lot of new guests that were added on so uh what do you want to start with spotlight guests yeah, yeah. So let's, uh, you know, like there's been so much news over the last month, uh, and there will be so much more news over this next month. Uh, I will just remind you once again to keep your eyes on CloneWarsPodcast.com uh, so that you can keep up to date with all of that news because uh, it's a great place. We're kind of trying to keep up to date with the Star Wars celebration stuff at the least. But uh, some of the guests that have been announced, uh, some spotlight guests, we've got Joel Aaron, who uh, Clone Wars fans will know is the CG supervisor. Uh, so he's he's kind of the dude who, who's uh, in charge of making sure that all those excellent effects and lighting and, uh, and the really cool stuff, that like that atmospheric stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and the style of Clone Wars is is uh as awesome as it is on a on a weekly basis uh as much as dave is uh, uh in charge of and and sort of keeping track of uh story and characters and performance and acting and all that sort of thing uh and and you know action sequences joel is the guy who's making sure that when uh when that star destroyer passes overhead that that blue light coming out of the exhaust matches the ones in the movies but then is also really cool and stylized so i remember at the last star wars celebration they talked a lot about the rain and mm-hmm. that sort of thing leading into uh season three so uh very very cool stuff uh that he'll talk about uh mentioning dave filoni he will also be there obviously right. the director of star wars the clone wars uh and then some very cool Star Wars uh, actors, uh, Anthony Daniels, uh, Princess Leia herself, Carrie Fisher. And for the first time in North America, uh, Ian McDiarmid is going to be doing a signing and uh, an appearance. How cool is that? Yeah. For those who are really big on autographs and, and that's part of their collection, uh, this is going to be, this might be your only chance yeah. if he's going to come back to, to North America. Um, but Ian McDiarmid, Emperor Palpatine himself, uh, signing and, uh, and shaking hands and 
doing all that stuff. So, I mean, that is huge news. Uh, not only like, He is one of the only ones uh, to be in both trilogies. So, uh, right. him and Anthony Daniels and, you know, Warwick Davis. Uh, <laughs> a couple of uh, folks who've got, like, cameos and stuff like that. But Ian McDiarmid, just, like, central in both stories and in both uh both trilogies in the saga so uh very cool to have him there and that is fantastic yeah of uh knowledge and experience and and i'm hoping to to get a panel uh with with in so that we can uh learn a little bit of what it takes to to be the most evil man in a galaxy (laughs) yeah very very cool um yeah and then, uh, and then some celebrity guests. We've got Seth Green and Matt Senrick, uh, who people would know from Robot Chicken. Uh, those who have been paying attention will also know they are have been working hard on a Star Wars animated series of some sort. Uh, not a lot of details. Uh, George Lucas mentioned that it was maybe aimed at a younger audience. Seth Green came back and said maybe a little bit less mature, but not necessarily a younger audience. So <laughs> yeah, adventure time or regular show, or, I mean, I'm, I'm sure very, uh, uh, in line with something like robot chicken. Um, but star Wars based. So, uh, I would, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll throw down a bet that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that they will be announcing uh star wars detours i think is the name that has been thrown around a, a, a few times uh right. whatever this show ends up being called uh squishies was one of the other yeah. <laughs> star wars squishies whatever it ends up being called uh, i i'm pretty sure we're gonna find out uh, uh this summer at star wars celebration with them uh the and then the another celebrity guest uh, is kevin smith who is doing a panel on the Thursday night. That's the 23rd. Uh, tickets are on sale now, so you can jump in there, buy your tickets for that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and make it to this, uh, just kind of seeing who else is going to go um, and what else is going on that night. I know the, the Force.net uh, and all of their, like that, they usually have a big party, and uh, it's going to be that night. So, mm-hmm. uh, so some people are going to be going to that. Some people are going to be going to see Kevin Smith. But uh, for those who don't know, Kevin Smith is a director uh, and a podcaster and uh, uh, just a pretty big Star Wars geek. I mean, anybody who's seen any of his films, Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, uh, they'll know that Kevin Smith definitely knows his Star Wars. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think he's one of the sort of one of the pioneers of the Star Wars reference in a movie. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. we'd have the the off the off the cuff star wars references in things like buffy and uh and and uh fanboys and all sorts of stuff like that if it weren't for some of the things that kevin smith did uh early on in his career so very cool uh, i'm sure that his his show his panel is going to be uh excellent i i've seen him speak before um when he came to vancouver and uh, he's always entertaining, in my opinion. Uh, he's not everybody's cup of tea. If you're not sure if you want to see his panel, uh, I would suggest heading over to smodcast.com, checking out one of his podcasts, and uh, and seeing if you uh, subscribe to his specific 
kind of humor. Uh, mm-hmm. I personally recommend Smodcast, which is their sort of flagship uh, podcast, and Hollywood Babylon's another really good one. Uh, they are definitely uh, for adult ears only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just funny when you said when I saw Kevin Smith on this, I was like, wow, that's that's different because I know. And I know you, you listen to a lot of his podcasts, and I thought you know that you'd be on board with with seeing him. And uh, I didn't realize you'd seen him already, but I was like, "Wow, this is going to be you know is this one of those where you might have to be you're not going to want to take the kids to this?" Let's just say I don't know because he's going to be talking in a Star Wars uh, realm, so maybe it's going to be a little different because I know like his normal stuff, listening to his podcasts, looking at some of his Twitter stuff, you're like, "Whoa." You know, that's, you know, adult eyes and ears only on some of this stuff, you know. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what he's got to bring to Star Wars. So, but like you said, that's a good recommendation to go to Smodcast. I mean, he's got a whole network of... On the website, it does state that the event is 18 plus. Oh, it does? So it is. Oh, okay, yeah. So there you go. So, so uh, yeah. Yeah, so sorry to the younger listeners, but, uh, you know. There you go. You'll understand in a few years. <laughs> but it's the truth. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I. So that's that's the spotlight guest so far. I still, you know, hold note. Hope that we'll get a couple more. Like, I don't know, say Mark Hamill. Uh, who right? Yeah, Biggie's yeah. excellent at C five. So uh, I would love to go see listen to him talk yet again. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's uh, waiting for next year. But we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, so some of the other guests, uh, we've got some special guests. Uh, ben Burt's going to be there, which is really cool. Uh, supervising sound editor for the entire Star Wars. Uh, you've got uh, uh, David Acord, John Berg, uh, you know, Matthew Wood. Lo- lots of really cool people. Uh, and then autographing guests. Just so here's the highlights for that. Uh, you know, Kenny Baker, Jeremy Bullock. Jake Lloyd, Daniel Logan, Peter Mayhew, Tamara Morrison, uh, you know, and tons more, tons, tons more. And then, of course, our hosts, uh, James Arnold Taylor, who's going to be hosting the main stage, Pablo Hidalgo, uh, David Collin, and Chris Hardwick. So, Chris, Hard- that's what I was going to ask you about him, too, Mike. Uh, Chris Hardwick, I didn't realize, um, I guess he's a pretty big Star Wars fan. And this was kind of a, I don't know, kind of a cool surprise because he does so much. Uh, he, he does really well on his podcast, obviously, The Nerdist. He's got that uh, Talking Dead show, and it looks like he's going to be doing uh, a lot of the main stage stuff. So what, what are your thoughts on uh, Harwood? He seems like he's a pretty genuine, pretty good guy uh, to host. Uh, you know what? He's, he's uh... Or is it just another one of those uh, promotional things? I don't know. What, what do you think? <laughs> he's kind of he's, – he's a bit of like the geek it guy at the moment. Uh, right. He's definitely a huge Star Wars fan because right now, as we speak, uh, there's a lightsaber making its way oh, right. yeah. to Comic-Con in San Diego uh, with Course of the Force, which uh, we just posted something on the on the Facebook page. Um, and, and I mean, uh, by the time anybody's listening to this, might be uh, Comic-Con going on already. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, he's not personally my cup of tea. Um, uh, I, I don't know. He's a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit casual on the fan front in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely managed to make a career out of it. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I can't, uh, I can't fault him for that. Uh, 
and and he's a he's a good enough TV personality. I uh, you know I th- there there are better out there, but I uh, I mean James Arnold Taylor is going to just rock. Oh yeah, yeah. the whole the whole week I'm sure. Yeah. So. Well, Chris Hardwick he's taken over the, I guess the role of that John Stewart did uh, at C five. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean James Arnold Taylor. I mean he's going to be throwing the voices around. Uh, very charismatic, very likable guy. So. Uh, that they hit a home run with that one. I, I couldn't be happier with uh, yeah. with some of these hosts. So, and you know what? Here's another one too. Before we go on, um, you were talking about the autograph stuff, and look who we got coming to Sioux Six, little Jake Lloyd. Now I remember a few months back uh, him talking about how, but you know how he was all butthurt about you know George Lucas, how he ruined his childhood, and, and he got teased and. Blah blah blah. You remember? I remember talking about this, Mike. And then, oh, guess what? He's showing up to C six to to do some autographs for fifteen dollars a pop, I'm sure, or twenty or whatever it is. So, hey, I thought it was you know all bad. I don't know. I I could be going up a bad road right here, but I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the, the Matt rants are few and far between. But I do recall the big Matt rant uh, re- revolving around this business with jake lloyd so uh yeah 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 definitely 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 a little bit suspect but you know what uh maybe he's changed his mind i don't know we'll see maybe some maybe somebody apologized to him and gave him a hug and yeah he's good now uh but you know what i wasn't ever here's the thing like everybody got on him about episode one and and i understand that but you know what i gave him a pass i'm like dude the kid's eight years old i mean you know he's not going to be de niro at eight years old i mean sure there's once in a while, you get somebody that's super as a young child actor, but you know what? Lucas picked him. He liked what he, whatever he, whatever he did. Sure, some of the stuff wasn't like the greatest and all that, and and some of that goes to the writing and directing too. You can't blame it all on Jake Lloyd. And uh, you know, I was one of the guys that kind of gave him a pass. I was like, you know, I did. It wasn't like horrible. I mean, he's like, you're okay. What's the deal? You know. But then when I heard all that stuff about. Um, how he kind of felt about the Star Wars franchise, and then now he's trying to kind of profit off it. Well, I don't know. It just kind of, you know, either embrace it like some of these guys do, like, oh, you know, it wasn't the greatest thing, but, uh, you know, here's what it is, and I'm, I'm going to help promote it like Ray Park. I mean, what did he do? He was Darth Maul. Sure, he didn't even get the chance to put his own voice in it. He was just the, the guy, you know, and, and he still embraces it. And, of course, he was a really great character, but... Um, you know, Daniel Logan. Look at Daniel Logan, Mike. I mean, everybody kind of was like, eh, it was okay. You know, he wasn't the greatest thing either. But this dude is there at all the conventions. Yep. He's a super nice guy. He walks around the floor. He talks to kids. He signs autographs. I mean, he's a great ambassador for Star Wars. And he kind of is the guy that gets it. You know, he knows that he's not the greatest. He's been taking acting classes and trying to get better. And uh, it's kind of working out for him. So I don't know. Maybe like I said, Jake Lloyd. Maybe he kind of changed his mind and go, wait a minute. You know, this is kind of a franchise that's given me a lot, and the fans are 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 there. We'll see what happens with the fans. I'm kind of yeah. curious to see how this is going to work out. Like to see what his table's like and yeah. to see how he acts and all yeah. that. Yeah. You know, Star Wars fans are pretty cool. I don't think they're gonna. I'm I'm sure they'll embrace him and say, hey, you know, come on, hey, welcome back or whatever. So you know, everybody goes to the dark side every once in a while, and <laughs> he is Anakin Skywalker, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm uh, putting too much on him. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, 
But uh, yeah, some great cast of uh, so far of um, autographed or autograph uh, celebrities there. So that'll be cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Tamara Morrison, Django Fett's going to be there. That's cool. You know, Peter Mayhew, of course, he's always there. Yep. Um, and uh, Admiral Akbar, you know, it's just it's cool. You know, and I'm sure, like you said, we'll see some more in the coming months. Yeah, so I, I don't. I, that I, list I, is I, getting good. It's getting good. Yeah, for sure. Good. Well, I uh, well some other news. I uh, we've gotten actually a lot uh, about the uh, the all of the different artwork and artists that are going to be at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, you can see a couple of pieces over at CloneWarsPodcast.com. Uh, you can see a lot more uh, over on StarWars.com, uh, and uh, and you know just like floating around the internet. There's actually one just while we're recording this episode that I'm seeing for the first time by a guy named Chris Trevis. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not, not super familiar with, but uh, the, the title of this piece is called His Vision Returns. And uh, it's Han. Uh, and it's sort of uh, what ha- takes place after that deleted scene of them uh, going into the Millennium, like you know, getting on the Millennium Falcon after the Sandstorm. Uh, that you may have seen on the Blu-rays, uh, and and it's actually uh, Hans kind of like pulling his goggles up. He's got one boot off that's like all full of sand that it looks like he's dumping the sand. He's dumped <laughs> the sand out of, um, mm-hmm. and he's sort of he's pulling his goggles up, and he's just got this very like classic Han Solo Harrison Ford look on his face. And in the foreground is uh, Princess Leia, and she's sort of she's uh, just pulling this sort of cloak poncho off of her off of herself and underneath she's wearing the the bikini so i uh, i guess it's it's uh the, the moment that he gets to see that uh properly for the first time so Where, what side is it where are you seeing this uh, i'm actually just seeing it on tumblr and i'll uh, i'll i'll shoot you a link right now uh, and, <laughs> and the uh, the fans can listen to you react to this uh in real time because like Literally, as we were talking about this, I jumped over to Tumblr for a half a second and saw this and was like, oh, man, this is my favorite. <laughs> this is like there. Uh, and and yeah. that's saying a lot. There are some excellent prints, excellent yeah. prints uh, in this show this year. The, uh, there's a lot uh, paying tribute to Return of the Jedi, which has its uh, what its 30th anniversary next year. I. Uh, mm-hmm. Just amazing, amazing, beautiful artwork. If you're an art collector, uh, you know, you know, like a even just a geek art collector, this is definitely going to be uh, a Star Wars celebration to remember and to spend a lot of money. So I hope you're saving up because because uh, these things don't often come cheap. They 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 tend to be a little bit on the pricey side. But man, I think I'm gonna have to get one of these ones. Well, you know what's funny? That's uh, you mentioned Chris Travis, and I remember um, he has another piece that he did for Celebration Five, which was uh, the Hunter and his prey, and it is um, Boba Fett, and it's the scene uh, where Han has just landed the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. on Cloud City to meet Lando, right? And you see over the top of this building, you see Boba Fett kind of with his rangefinder tracking down, and he and he's looking over. Uh, the cityscape, and he sees the Millennium Falcon, and he sees uh, you know the group there, Chewbacca and Han, and, and Lando talking, and he's kind of perched up on top of this building, kind of like oh, and it's kind of like it's so cool because you get these, it's almost like behind the scenes stuff with these paintings, yeah, and he's painting a picture like hey, this is what happened, you know, maybe Boba was 
uh, you know, over top watching the whole time because he was already there. So just like you were saying with the, you sent me that link and that's fantastic. You know, it's, that's, and that's what I love about this art. And I got turned on to this art stuff, Mike, back in uh, fan days last year. Uh, I was looking around, you know, I couldn't, I was looking for a statue, a stormtrooper statue and I couldn't find it. Nobody had it. And I was like, dang, you know, what am I going to do now? Because there was nothing else that really caught my eye. There was one thing I wanted to go there for and I did, they didn't have it. So I started looking around at the art and I was just like, bam, I came to this one place and uh, I saw this piece of art and I was like, oh, here it is. I got to have this. And I was just totally oblivious before then on, on some of this stuff and these pieces these guys are doing. Yeah. And I was just blown away. I go, I got to have this. This thing is, you know, uh, it's at least, I think it's three feet wide. I have it on my wall right now. It's three feet wide. It's a couple feet tall. Uh, nice big mural. And it's just entitled The Saga. And it's got... And it's the the OT, and it's got uh, just a bunch of just drawings of different things that happened in the OT. It's a fantastic picture. So that was one thing that turned me on at, at, that I was turned on to at Fan Days, and um, I didn't even really pay much attention to it until then. So if you guys like like you said that are going down there to celebration, check some of the stuff out. I mean, there yeah. was um, we've seen some of the stuff, Mike. Uh, who was it? Chris um, Vanderstelt had that one. Uh, the first series that they showed for C6, I mean, that one picture, oh, it's it, it's fantastic. I mean, I, got, I wish I could pull it up right now. I can't remember the exact uh, uh, title of it, but it's in the first section. I mean, it's in the first uh, prints that were um, mm -hmm. kind of released. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It was like the first one. It's a picture of like, it's like the OT. It's like a bunch yeah. of stuff from the OT all put together. Great picture. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of the piece I have. So. Just so much excellent stuff uh, already. Yeah being uh revealed uh for for the arts the, the art shows and and uh the, in the artist alley and all that stuff and the one of the cool things is that like you pick it up you get it signed by the artist and they oftentimes have more stuff like mm -hmm. just because you're seeing like it's not like their their entire table is just that one piece of art a lot of the time like grant gould is is uh one artist that i that i talked to at c5 and he had tons of stuff he had uh he had the the print that he had for specifically for c5 and then he had prints from other shows and other star wars stuff he'd also done the um all of the the passes all of the artwork on the passes so like he signed signed me and jc's uh our our press badges and and that sort of thing which was really cool uh oh yeah and yeah. uh and the thing is, you know, sometimes like with the celebrities, they, the uh, the the actors and that sort of thing, they are um, they're there to make money, right? Right. But with the artists, what I find so much more, and I'm not saying that this isn't the case with the actors and 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 uh, crew and that sort of thing, but with the artists, I find more so that they are really there just to to meet people. Uh, it's it's a part of their their profession to go to conventions and sort of shake hands, meet fans, uh, do sketches for them, all sorts of stuff like that. So they're, they're, uh, they're a lot more open to just like having a conversation, talking about stuff. Uh, Tom right. Hodges, who's been on the show before, always, mm -hmm. always great to stop by and say hi. And, you know, he's always got an awesome table and, uh, lots of cool stuff. He's always super busy though. So, you know, you get to say hi and then, grab whatever yeah. you're going to buy from him and then keep moving because he's got a line of like 30 people uh, right behind you uh, that, that want to talk to him. But uh, 
but you know, like these guys, like they, they're uh, and girls, they're they're just like they're so keen to 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 get out there and meet the fans and that sort of thing. Uh, it's it's really like it's it's a it's more than just a job to them. So uh, always cool to get in there, see their art, and then see more of what they do. Find out, you know, they did this comic book or they did this this uh, you know concept art for this TV show or whatever. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then support all of their stuff that they do. Um, so, I mean, that's just, that's one, that's, that's a, uh, Mike's, uh, Star Wars celebration tip is to hit <laughs> up the artist alley and get to know them. So, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. And there's going to be tons of stuff. Is there an artist? I don't know. Did they show a list yet of what the artists that are going to be there? Uh, you know what? StarWarsCelebration.com doesn't really have a lot. StarWars.com, though, has done a couple of pieces. And we've also, uh, if if you just want links directly there, uh, CloneWarsPodcast.com, we've got a few okay. Uh, mm-hmm. news stories with links directly to those stories on starwars.com because I know starwars.com can be a little bit difficult to find older stuff uh, if it's right. not on the front page it's kind of like where do I go to get that so yeah. um, right. so you can always use clonewarspodcast.com to try and find those stories but uh, very cool stuff uh, I mean other stuff going on I, I think last time we had talked about uh, speed dating the tattoo pavilions back uh, Spike is doing a Star Wars Celebration Trivia Challenge. Ooh, Trivia Challenge. Uh, there's going to be another Celebration Chalk Mural. Very cool last time. Uh, collector Showcase, Costume Pageant, uh, Fan Programming, which you know that's what we're waiting to hear back. Fan Tables, so you'll be able to meet folks like uh, like the, the crew from the Force cast. Uh, um, I think uh, I, I'm not 100% sure who else is, is going to be there. Let me see if they've got the news. Uh, yeah, so the Fan Force, uh, Mandalorian Mercs, always cool to stop by their stuff, check out check out their costumes and that sort of thing. Uh, R2-D2 builders, lots of the different uh, 501st groups. That would be my uh, my email yeah. going, that sound of a lightsaber. Uh, I, thought, I thought you turned on a uh, Force FX saber back there. <laughs> Uh, Dented Helmet, you know, uh, Jedi Assembly, Rebel Legion, 501st, Wikipedia. So uh, very cool fan tables to, you know, always a good opportunity to meet some of these people in person that maybe you know from, uh, you know, internet communities and that sort of thing. And then to to find out how you can get involved uh, and how, you know, so if you really want to get involved with the 501st, but there's nobody in your area, you don't really know what the first step is, uh, particularly with the 501st and the Rebel Legion and the Mandalorian Mercs and all those guys, they want people to be part of their group. So they're, they're oh, almost yeah. like recruiting mm-hmm. from these events. So I, uh, they're super, super uh, easy to talk to and just personable. And they'll, they'll l- sort of give you the tips and tricks of, of everything you need to do to get your costuming up to that level. So, uh, and it's definitely like, I mean, that, that's a, that's a thing with the 501st and, and all of the costuming groups is that, you know, they don't just take anybody. You got to have your costume up to a certain level. Uh, mm-hmm. it's got to get approved in that sort of thing. And these are the guys who know it the best. I mean, the Mandalorian Mercs and the dented helmet, their Boba Fett costumes. I kid you not are better than the ones from the movies. 
Oh, he's like yeah. like so much better because the ones in the movies, you, you know, it's Boba Fett's jumping around doing all sorts of stuff. Jango Fett's flying around and and all these crazy things, uh, and and you know the helmet might be perfect, but the armor can kind of be a little bit. And when you see it up close, you know, like at a Star Wars in concert or something like that, you see it, you look at it and you're like, oh, it doesn't look anything like it did in the movie. And uh, and then you go to an, uh, an event like C6 and you see, you know, this immaculate set of Mandalorian armor that like it looks real, like real, real, not like it's a movie prop, but like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that that would totally stop a bullet, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Like yeah. just yeah. detail uh, that goes further than than even the movies do. Um, so so very cool to see their stuff and and to check that stuff out. Yeah, um, there's their stuff. You know, I I belong to them and and the dented helmet and they they helped me get through some tough times putting together a Django costume that I had years ago when I started back in uh, 2002 and. You're right, Mike. I mean, some of these things, even back then, these guys were putting, you know, electronic, uh, the rangefinder for like, let's say Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'd go up and down uh, just with the press of a button. Uh, they were doing, of course, they already had fans and the helmets and, and voice stuff going on. Uh, some of the props that they would, would make were just unbelievable. And some of the, and these guys are doing all this stuff, like they're doing vacuum forming. I mean, they're making this in their garage, you know I mean? They're not just calling up Lucasfilm and, hey, I'll buy, a, you know, give me a, some some armor. I mean, these guys are making it, and it's just, un, it's just like the R2-D2 builders. I mean, these guys are just yeah. amazing, you know? You're just looking at this, how are they doing this, man? That's just, that's dedication yeah. right there. It's fantastic. Well, and like, you know, every, every uh, garrison's kind of got their own tools of the trade and tips and tricks i mean i know talking to jc and uh and a lot of the the 501st from the new england garrison uh they you know like they had a really specific way that they were doing the clone wars uh style clone trooper armor and Mm -hmm. uh you know like they they had molds and all that sort of thing and they could do custom custom uh kit for everybody uh but that they could almost like they were almost on a level of like mass producing the stuff you know like if there was a if there was a a a need for that or if they had the licensing obviously uh, Mm -hmm. they they were like prepared to take it to the next level and go like yeah this is how you go from producing five of these in a weekend to you know making ten thousand in great like uh, these guys like they're all just so amazing and george lucas said himself i'm pretty sure in his interview uh referring to the r2d2 builders or the r2 builders i should say that i the r2 in the movies they had like six different r2 units one for the thing that pops out of the head another one for the panel that opens up another one you know just for static shots and another one so that the third wheel can pop out and he can move around uh and then you go to the r2 builder room uh and and you'll see like they've got one like one dude's built one r2d2 that does all of that right yeah like like these things are almost astromech droids for real so you know uh if if you just put an apple computer in one i'm sure it'd be pretty close (laughs) i yeah but yeah i mean amazing amazing stuff yeah if you got if you yeah obviously if you're going take your camera because there's gonna be lots of 
uh, photo ops with all those guys in costume. They'll be everywhere. So I'm sure you'll see like some crazy stuff, like maybe even a Grievous. I've seen a Grievous at some of those. Uh, uh, I think it was maybe it was San Diego Comic Con. I mean, it was crazy. It was like seven, eight feet tall or something like that. And look, look really like I looked at it and like wow. It was a guy that was kind of inside this costume, but wow, it, it looked really, really good. Yeah. So tons of good stuff, tons of good stuff up there. Uh, let's see, what else is going on at Celebration? God, quite a bit of stuff already. We still got 44 days to go. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've uh, shown a t-shirt, a pre-order t-shirt, uh, the Clone Commander Ganch. I don't remember if we talked about that last time. Uh yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of we've kind of covered everything so far. Uh, you pick yeah. up the Star Wars Celebration mobile app uh, off of oh, that's right, yeah, and the Android Marketplace uh, to keep up to date. Uh, and uh, and you know, I, I'm sure like in the next little bit, there's definitely going to be more. Uh, yeah. So I, we're we're still waiting on a schedule too, right? Yeah, no schedule yet. You know, and and I'm sure that the second that they release the schedule. Well, obviously, as soon as the schedule's out, we'll know uh, if the front lines of Clone Wars podcast 100th episode <laughs> panel will be officially accepted or not. And I, or if it's going to be in the bathroom, we'll see. Yeah, or if we're going to be recording live <laughs> from the bathrooms at the convention center. Uh, yeah. So stay tuned. But that's it. That's it for Star Wars Celebration news. I. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, what else we got to talk about? Well, you know what? Since we are the Clone Wars podcast. And uh, dedicated to the Clone Wars animated series, uh, there was a trailer that hit. I guess since the last time we've talked, or just after uh, our last episode, uh, so a Clone Wars season five trailer. And and you've you've kind of nailed this in the past, Mike. That you never know with these trailers. You know, is this maybe the first arc, the first five or six? You know, um, or is this like a full encompassing trailer? I don't know, but uh, I know they've done that in the past, um, and you've called it actually, where they've done trailers, and you're like, "Oh, that looks cool," but it is only encompasses a trilogy, yeah, or three or four or five episodes. So who knows what we're looking at? But we did get a two and a half minute trailer, and it was uh, a lot of great stuff going on. So you know what? Let's just um, it's going to be. You know, we, I'm sure a lot of us have seen it many times, but you know what? Let's just take a quick listen to it real quick, and then we'll talk about it. Like, what do you think? Sure. All right, let's do that. We are brothers, the true lords of the Sith. I serve no one. We are the Death Watch. Strong, feared, descendants of the true warrior faith all Mandalorians once knew. This insurgency, they're not designed to deal with the droids. We can't sustain combat against their numbers. The only way to reclaim Onderon will be through armed struggle. We need your help to survive this. The rebels just need guidance. To help realign with the Republic. Find a way. We shall. Our combined strength will be rewarded, and Kenobi, this Sith pretender Dooku, and all our enemies will fall.
It's time we rise and reclaim our birthright as warriors. Prepare yourself. The real fight is about to begin. I have brought you a gift. Rocket launchers. Very expensive. Paid for. Very handsome. Oh! Oh my, look at the time. Well, my work is done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you what, it's hard not to get pumped up when you listen to that, I'm huh, Mike? I mean, some great stuff going on in there. And we can talk about some of it real quick here before we finish up with the with the Star Wars report. But I started laughing the first time I saw that. Hondo's back, and, and can, he, can that be any cooler? I mean, there's some great writing and dialogue and some acting right there. I mean, he's, oh, time to go. You know, it's just like, oh, man, that's, that brings me back to, like, OT type of uh, dialogue and writing so uh, gosh I'm looking so looking forward to see Hondo back of course Darth Maul and Savage looks like they're uh, another threat besides the Sith and the galaxy so some great dialogue from him of course and the voice acting I've you know I loved last year and I can't wait to see what they're gonna we saw some fighting already Mike Mm -hmm. with uh, uh, Obi-Wan and uh, again Darth Maul in that particular uh, trailer uh, what else do we see in there? Oh, Death Watch is back. And one thing that really intrigued me, Mike, did you notice that it looked like it was almost like Shadows of the Empire, Shizor, Black Sun stuff going on in there? Did yeah, you, see you know that? what? You're the, you, you are the one uh, who pointed that out on the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, I was tripping. Yeah, I mean, pretty crazy. Uh, looking like they're bringing the Black Sun in. Uh, Another thing, uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to spoil it. I, I, I posted it on the Facebook group. Uh, this is something that uh, you know might come up at C6. It might come up before that, maybe at Comic-Con this week. Um, but there's something going on with Savajo Press, and you got to keep your eyes open. So you know what? If you don't want to know, then just ignore everything that I just said. But if you do want to know... I frame by frame every single scene that he's oh. in. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they're yeah. very, very interesting. Uh, what, what's going on with that character, and uh, uh, kind of interested to see how that's going to go, uh, how how we're going to get to that point. So uh, that's all I'm going to say on the subject. We, you know, maybe we'll talk about it more in in a, in a future podcast. Uh, we'll do some uh, spoilerish okay. talk. Uh, okay. I think I know, I know where you're going. Yeah. With it. I was thinking it was a new post, but it wasn't. It was, I know exactly what you're talking about now because yeah, uh, you post about. It, so yeah, yeah I, I did. Because yeah, to a nice, uh, nice screen cap of it. Uh, yeah, that's on right. the okay. Facebook group. So if <laughs> if you really want to see, like, if you're really curious and you really want to see what I'm talking about, uh, jump over to the Facebook page and uh, and and you can check that out. Uh, it's in one of the comment. It, there, there's a whole thread just about this uh this trailer 
and uh, and and I linked in the picture there. So very interesting stuff going on. Um, looks like it's going to be a oh, good yeah. season, but we say that every season, and then we end up with you know good episodes and bad episodes. Yeah. So uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to say what I what I'm prone to say uh, now, which is that you know uh, I'm excited. It looks good. Everything always looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see to wait and see what, what we get. Optimistic. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, there's some great stuff in here again. And, and if this is only a part of the season, uh, wow. I mean, and, and we say that all the time, but still, I mean, we, we saw Embo in there. Embo's going crazy. Yeah. He's flying around on his hat and, and skiing on it and doing some crazy stuff. They talk back to the other side yet again. So this is yeah, you know we've yeah. seen him on the good side once. We've now we'll now see him on the bad side twice. So uh, right, right. Embo, a very interesting character. Let's see what happens yeah. with him. Yeah, I know he's actually battling. I think at one point, of course. Again, we're talking. If you haven't seen yeah. the trailer, you might want to switch off for a second. Uh, he's in there battling. Uh, it looked like it was Savage. Um, they also talked about the planet Onderon. Yes, from the Tales of uh, the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're getting into some, some, some EU type stuff that are is again coming into the Clone Wars, which is kind of neat to totally. see. Uh, yeah. So a lot of great stuff. If, you, uh, if you've seen the uh, trailer, of course, you know what we're talking about. And I'm, you know, there's plenty of stuff. I mean, that's just kind of taking a quick. You know, as I was listening to it, I was thinking, oh yeah, now Lux is back. Um, it looks like to play a, a larger role this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's the Who's the other dude? The kind of like the blonde-haired uh, senator dude. He was back too. Gosh, I'm trying to blank on his name. Oh, right uh, it's uh, the 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 one that. Uh, I don't know if he's a senator, but um, yeah, he, no, he's the one that they. I just Tim and I had a conversation about it right after the, uh, right after the trailer debuted. Um, oh, okay. Uh, from the it's from he's from the episode uh is it heroes on both sides no maybe it's from heroes on no senate spy so he was a senator but he turned out to be a spy for uh the separatists remember he was he was padme's friend i think that's who you're talking about uh right yeah yeah everybody's yelling at us right now hey it's this dude but yeah you know what i'm talking about everybody knows what i'm talking about so yeah, some old faces coming back, and I don't know. It just looks, uh, and this is just the first teaser trailer. So I wonder if we'll get something else at C six. I'm sure we will get a deeper or a more in depth. Oh yeah, we're gonna uh, see. We're gonna at, see so much. Yeah. It's not even funny. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna be a very uh, Clone Wars heavy. Uh, you know, the last one was, and uh, uh, yeah. this one, you know, we're not even celebrating the. Uh, the anniversary of a, of a right. of an episode, right? So, episode. Um, yeah, yeah right. So, uh, oh, which reminds me, I completely forgot about this in the in the celebration news. But they they sort of they've made a couple of coy mentions about so uh, about the closing ceremonies on the last day and some some big announcements that you're not going to want to miss. So, uh, I. I'm I'm willing to bet that it's going to be that there's going to be another celebration next year and that they're going to move this into a yearly thing. But uh, oh, yeah, well, so. there's just so much with the Clone Wars and uh, keeping people up to date. And there's there's always new stuff with Star Wars now. I mean, this is it's a far cry from uh, from the dark times 
when uh, when right. there weren't even novels, um, and then even the the era of of Star Wars novels. I uh, I mean we there there are now multiple series of Star Wars novels that come out on a regular basis. So I uh, I mean there's enough to to constitute uh, a Star Wars celebration every year. I think. Uh, or, you know, at least every other year, which is what it seems like they're moving to. So we'll see. We'll mm -hmm. see. But that's yeah. my prediction. Wow. So, Yeah. And then you actually probably could get, get uh, or not get, I don't know if they'd get rid of it, but you wouldn't even need fan days anymore. And I haven't heard anything about fan days uh, this year. I know uh, the year that C5 rolled around, they kind of skipped fan yeah. days because uh, it's close, but I haven't heard anything else. But any event, yeah. Wow, cool. That'd be cool. Once a year, I'd be down for that. I wish they would bring it this side of the. Of yeah, country, you know, I, I I feel like they've almost sort of made a home in Orlando at this point. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, so. I yeah. think that's kind of the direction that they're moving in. So that's that's what leads me to say that I that I feel like they're going to announce another celebration next year, uh, and you know, like mm -hmm. give us dates and everything. Uh, because I mean, it right. you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't much more than a year ago that we were hearing about this celebration for the first time. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah. but I, I you know I think that's it. Do you have any other news? No, I think that's it. Uh, we were uh, you were wanting to uh, we have the interview with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Star Wars report coming yeah. up too, right? So, so that's going to be it, though. Yeah, right? that's it. That's it for for this uh, portion of the episode. We'll be back again before the end of July with the ninety eighth episode, uh, and uh, and you know uh, we'll have a nice ninety uh, ninth episode in August before Star Wars Celebration. So you can look forward to those coming up pretty quick. Uh, it's not that far away, so uh, lots of episodes yeah. in the near future. But uh, for now, you can stay tuned. We've got an interview with uh, Riley and Bethany from the Star Wars Report. Uh, the The beginning was a little bit, a little bit wonky. Uh, we had some issues with the recording, so I uh, so I've kind of cut in, uh, sort of part way into the episode. But uh, but nonetheless, great interview with them. Uh, you can check them out, Star Wars Report. Uh, there is a great podcast. Uh, and we'll be back uh, probably in a couple weeks with another episode. So uh, enjoy. All right. all right. We'll see y'all next time. Star Wars report. Let's talk about, about you guys and uh, and your podcast for those who are uninitiated. So just give, give us a brief uh, idea of uh, of what Star Wars report is. What's what sets you guys apart as a podcast? All right. Well, the Star Wars report is 
well, was a weekly podcast <laughs> that covers all the latest and greatest Star Wars news from the fan community, and just cut, we generally discuss what is going on in the fan community. So we cover the news, but we also talk a lot about what people are, are, are talking about at that time. So yeah. uh, it's not just what's the latest uh, Clone Wars Blu-ray info, but a lot more of uh, con- controversy of uh, continuity comes up. We talk about it. Um, new projects are, are are announced. We speculate about them. Latest books that come out. Yep. If, if we, we like review them, stuff, we about them. and we just generally have a good time. It's a weekly dose of Star Wars under an hour every week, and you can find us at StarWarsReport.com. We had a good time. I say was because we were doing it. We were staying very re- regular to our schedule, but however, we uh, uh, got to summer activities, and so I've been doing pararescue training and civil engineering academy and all kinds of other s- stuff throughout the summer, staying busy. So. I've I've been off off the grid quite literally for much <coughs> of the summer but we will be doing probably another episode tomorrow as we record this and hopefully get another episode out to the feed. Awesome, cool. I uh, so you guys have been podcasting you we were talking just before we started recording. I essentially uh r- like roughly about the time of Star Wars Celebration 5 like just just soon after that yeah uh, that's when we uh, started the Star Wars report that, I, that was when we started what was then called the Bothan report which we later rebranded okay. to the Star Wars report however Riley had been doing some Star Wars podcasting before that dabble with a EU cast and solo sound and some other stuff like that which yeah definitely know. yeah uh, good friends over at the EU cast I, I've been uh, I, I mean I'm sure I've talked I I talked to you uh, during that time, but I talked to some of the other guys over there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool uh, concept for a podcast. Uh, if you're into the EU, I never really got into in, into much of the EU at that time. That was kind of like at the time that EU cast came out was about the time that I got out of the EU. I think because I was so focused on the Clone Wars that it was kind of yeah. like. This is my Star Wars area. <laughs> I've marked this out. This is my territory, yeah. and I have to. Uh, I have to be well versed in it. So well, I, I, uh, I sort Wars... of put EU on the back burner. But well, I think Star Wars has a little bit in it for everyone, but it's few <laughs> people who can enjoy and keep up with everything. If that makes sense. No. Nope. You know, whereas yeah. I, I really like the Clone Wars. I also mm-hmm. like quite a bit of the EU, but I, I can't keep up with it all. For instance, I don't really like the comics as much. And yeah. currently I'm reading mostly recent EU releases. Yeah, Beth Bethany reads a lot more than I do. I, I, I keep I dabble in the EU and there there are occasional releases that pull me in, but I, I couldn't keep up with it regularly. I I, I, I make no bones about it. Like like when Dar- mm. a Darth Plagueis comes out, you know, that gets a lot of hype or uh, Force Unleashed, that sort of thing, major releases in the expanded universe. That's when I, yeah. I get it I get in and get involved, but it's I, I've 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 more or less without not certain certainly not by choice kind of fallen out of uh, reading uh, the EU with any regularity at all. Yeah, it's it's so hard to keep up with everything. That's why, like I say, I sort of carve out a niche and then and then sort of you know stake my claim in that area and just kind of go, you know, when it comes to the books, when it comes to you know something like Darth Plagueis or something like that, uh, that's not my area of expertise. But I can I can generally tell you the titles of all of the the episodes of Clone Wars. Uh, it, it's getting a little rusty when it goes back to season one and two, but. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? Season three is probably the worst because 
I really just don't like season three that much, but <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of, you know, that, that's, that's how I've done it with my fandom. Just, uh, just sort of partitioning it. Cause, cause like you guys said, it, it's just, it's so difficult to keep up with everything that comes out, but yeah. There is something for everybody. That's that's one thing that that Star Wars Celebration I think does such a great job of is bring us all to be, together, uh, so yeah. that we can all check in on the other sectors of the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars fandom galaxy yes. and see you know what what what's going on over here. You know if you're not really into the Clone Wars, go check out the panel and see what's coming up in season five because you never know. You might just be like, oh that looks a lot better than I thought. I mean, one of the biggest things I heard in C5 uh, from a lot of people was, oh, I'm not really into the Clone Wars, but uh, wow, that that looks really cool. I should, I, maybe I should be getting into that. Like, I can recall having lots of conversations along that line and me going like, are you kidding me? You should be watching the Clone Wars. It's yeah. one of the best things on TV and, and think... you know, convincing a lot of people. Clone it's not Wars just has... for kids, right? Clone Wars has gradually wrested its audience from the Star Wars mainstream Star Wars fan community. Yes, it wasn't an immediate uh, adaptation, but I think uh, a pretty large percentage of, of mainstream Star Wars fans or people who just like Star Wars have heard of and at least watched some of the Clone Wars. I, I, it still isn't anywhere as big as I think a live action series would would be if they ever uh, had one. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That's just the well, nature of the medium. And one thing about the Clone Wars panels, that at least at C5, all of them were really good, really enjoyable. Uh, it was obvious that the guys doing the panels were having a great time, whether it was the voice actors or Dave Filoni himself or the sound designers mm -hmm. or the artists. Uh, they all seem to really love what they're doing, and they bring that passion to their job. And I think that's one reason why the Clone Wars is such a cool little television show is because it's, it's obvious that the craftsmen of the Clone Wars enjoy their job, and you can tell it in the end result. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that, it definitely does uh, stand out. They, they, the people who are associated with it uh, are probably some of the biggest fans, right? And I think that that uh, anything that's really worth watching, anything that's really good, that's that's one of the things that, that sort of pops out at you, is that, like, uh, the... Even right down like the voice talent or or you know the people who do the 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 marketing or whatever, uh, they just they love what they're a part of. They're they're proud to be a part of it. I think that really came through at Star Wars Celebration Definitely. last time around. I, I'm hoping we can get some similar experiences. Like I said uh, when we were talking about Celebration before, uh, we haven't really heard a lot on the Clone Wars front as to what'll be there uh, and who will be there. But but I'm sure it's going to be. Uh, Clone Wars tastic. Sam Witwer better make it. I'm telling you. They I really not. hope so because I'm also like I because he was also on Smallville, so I'm a big fan of him from that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he uh, he's also got his series Being, Being Human, Human that awesome. that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, and my wife is a huge fan, and she's coming with me this time. Oh, so okay. she's she's already excited because she's hoping she's gonna get to meet Matt Lanter because we also watch Nine O Two O No. Listeners to Frontlines already are aware of that. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I started watching because uh, just as a joke, and then when he showed up, I was like, okay, I guess I'm in this for the long haul. Uh, but she's she's excited to meet him, hopefully. Uh, and uh, if Sam Whitworth were there, oh, 
she would just we, she, she'd yeah. flip out. Now, now back so. in winter, we did meet him at C5. He was seemed really nice, but we didn't really talk to him that much or anything. Mm. But we did speak with Sam Whitwer quite a bit at Dragon Con. And we interviewed him, and he was a really great guy. So yeah. it's it's one of those things where I've heard of different people's experiences with actors and actresses that they've really admired for years, and then they meet them, and they're jerks, and they get crushed. Yeah, yeah. That has not been my experience with any Star Wars celebrity this far. Uh, I can name a few. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part. <laughs> for the yeah. Uh, you know what? At C5, uh, JC and I went up uh, on the first day before the doors had opened to, uh, to the, the, the exhibition hall. And uh, and just, you know, everybody was kind of setting up. But Peter Mayhew had kind of gotten there early and was just sitting having a coffee. And uh, and, and JC and I went up. We, we tried to be, you know, as as polite as we could. And we didn't want to bug him too much. We were just like, hey, just wanted to say hi. Uh, and I think that's what I said. And he went, hi. And that was it. And I was kind of like, oh, oh okay. And then we just kind of sheepishly walked away because uh, it was a little bit curt. But you know what? He may not have had his coffee yet. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, it was pretty early in the morning. So I'm sure he was just kind of in the z- trying to get in the zone for all of the fans. And here's a couple of mooks with a tape recorder. Well, uh, it was a flip video, but, you know, looks like a tape recorder yeah. walking up going, hey, how's it going? And kind of bugging his morning routine but yeah that was that was probably the only person that we were kind of like oh okay thanks thanks nice to meet you uh but everybody else that i've met has been uh generally a a pretty good experience uh in particular the clone wars cast they have been super personable every time that i've gotten to talk to them uh any any of those voice actors are always willing to uh to sort of step out and and interact on on more of a level than just like yeah we really like doing clone wars it's a lot of fun obi-wan kenobi's really cool you know uh they 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 really get into it they're really excited about it so yeah yeah. definitely and and i think some things that sometimes fans don't realize is conventions can be very stressful to actors and actresses no matter how much you love people and getting to talk to them you're going to have that one person out of 500 who walks up to the, you and they're a complete jerk or creepy or something and they want you to do weird stuff in pictures for them or something. And so you, you have those experiences as an actor and actress and that kind of turns you off sometimes from conventions. Um, and I've, I've heard some actors and actresses talk about those experiences because for every nice fan, you know, nice hundred fans you meet out there, there's always that one person who's going to not be so kind and considerate of your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, so uh, let's get back to, to talking a little bit about you guys and uh, and Star Wars Report. What what really made you guys decide that, that you were going to do, like you were saying, Riley, you were on the, the EU cast uh, what made you decide that you were going to do your own thing? What what was sort of the yeah. impetus of yeah. Star Wars report? Yeah, it, it was a it was a journey get, getting getting there, and it was a, it was a long long process. But I, I finally came to the conclusion that I really just wanted to take the podcasting thing to the next level, and and really step it up a notch in terms of quality professionalism and what we're going to do. 
Uh, so I want I wanted to launch uh, a dedicated website and uh, get together and and the resu- the end result is, is we've actually got a whole a little network of shows. We've got uh, Beyond the Films with with Nathan Butler and Mark Herleman and the Wampus Lair podcast, and we hang out there, post news and reviews, that sort of thing. So we kind of have our own little mini Star Wars fan site that that serves a, l- a lot of different um, niches. But as far as the Star Wars Report podcast specifically. I wanted to do something that could just be a, a, a regular weekly session where I could set it up, we would do it live, and uh, we could just talk some Star Wars for about an hour and and wrap it up. Uh, and so I didn't want to do anything too regimented or specific as the EU, and it just happened to work out. Uh, got Bethany involved, and uh, we got ready to rock and roll. Launched. When did we launch? It's about we, we last, launched just about over a year ago, yeah. Three, actually... About a month after um, Celebration is when we launched the Bothan Report. And then the Star Wars Report. Uh, when we rebranded to the Star Wars Report, that was a bit over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So we do live shows usually on Thursday nights, 8 o'clock. Uh, we haven't been able to do the live show in a couple of weeks, but uh, I just finally got it set up and we're able to do live video broadcast, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and what I'm most proud of that we recently did was we did a full-length video commentary of Attack of the Clones. Which was quite a feat. <laughs> that is, that's awesome. <laughs> it took some uh, doing, uh, but we finally finally figured it out. And I'm all anxious. We'll have to do like a Clone Wars movie uh, commentary next. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would that would be excellent. Uh, it might actually make the Clone Wars entertaining to watch. <laughs> Clone, the Clone Wars movie, uh, man, it's difficult to go back to. And I I say that only because they have upped the game so much over the last four years. That, uh, you know, you go from a four part arc like the uh, like the the whole uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi undercover story uh, with Morale Weeball and Cad Bane and everything, which is just like it's a very fleshed out, excellent story with a lot of depth in the visuals and and uh, very, very cool. Uh, you go from that, which is even uh, I think if you edit it all together, it's probably even longer than uh than the clone wars movie was and the clone wars movie like you get to jabba's palace and you're kind of like where's all the aliens at you guys like is it yeah. is is it jabba's yeah. day off or something like that like is everybody everybody on a field trip what's going on <laughs> yeah but uh but you know there's still some really cool stuff in that uh the the, the walkers climbing up the wall and stuff that stuff's pretty cool but uh yeah it's a, it's a, it's, it just shows how far they've come, you know, the, the Clone Wars has really and, gotten. And how, how far the universe has come and the fans yes. have come since then too. I still remember Riley telling me like back before the Clone Wars began, he's like, so apparently Anakin has an apprentice and I go, what? <laughs> and then he said, yeah, it's this, it's this young female Tegruton person. And I go, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Proof. I still I demand proof. Yeah, and and now to the Clone Wars being a regular thing, something in Star Wars I, that I really enjoy consuming, and you know I've met yeah. the actors and. I still wonder sometimes what it would have been like without an Ahsoka. If that, what the Clone Wars series would be like if it'd be more mass appealing? Because I know that turned off a lot of fans initially. Now I like her a lot, but you know it's it's interesting looking back. I, I think it would have missed some of its target audience though, which was directed towards the children. I mean, it's on Cartoon Network. It is an animated PG television show. Um, yeah. That is its target audience. I think the Clone Wars would have been 
a, a darker, blearier world without Ahsoka. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that the uh, the show has benefited so much from her inclusion. Uh, I think Star Wars in general has benefited a lot from her inclusion. She's a very, very strong female character. Um, yeah. In but in more ways than just uh, you know, like a lot of female characters tend to be nowadays, where they're just kind of a boy. Uh, you know, a lot of male feature like male characteristics. And then you call that a strong female, but Ahsoka's character, uh, particularly in season three, and I, you know, I said earlier, season three is not my favorite, but for her character, that season grew her a lot as uh, like sort of sort of that transition from being a girl into a bit of like a, a young woman, right? And and so that role model for a lot of Star Wars fans, I don't think really existed. You had Padme and Leia, who are kind of already strong women, but to see uh, a female character going through that that sort of growing up, I think has been yeah. huge for a lot of the younger female Star Wars fans to, to see that that positive influence and to see her dealing with uh, with Anakin and all that sort of thing. As as obnoxious as she was in the movie and 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 on good portion of season one uh with the nicknames and the you know like r2d2 already has a nickname it's r2 that's that's already a nickname and now you're calling him r2 you've just taken his nickname and you've lengthened it so you're really missing the point of nicknames <laughs> altogether. but uh you know it, some of that is stuck because some of it was was actually like you know there's a germ of a good idea there uh with with anakin calling her snips that that's probably one of the stronger character connections in the series. Uh, and we wouldn't have stuff like that if yeah. it weren't for, for new characters like Ahsoka. Exactly. And, you know, if, if you're not willing to go out on a limb with a character like Ahsoka, you're also not willing to go out on a limb with a character like Cad Bane. Uh, you would have just put in, you know, Dirge or something, a character that we've already seen. But yeah. instead, we get Bane, who is this new awesome bounty hunter who's become one of the best characters or Hondo Onaka or, you know, mm. like there, there's been a, a good uh, half dozen characters that have or, gotten or just Rex excellent. Well. Yes. I really like Captain yeah. Rex. Yeah. yeah. They just needed to give her clothes at the beginning, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure yeah. that, that topic's been talked to death anyway. But yeah, it's a shame that they gave her all of those wonderful qualities and didn't actually give her, like, I don't know, clothes. Oh, well. But, yeah, that's one of those areas. I think I think there's a rant a few episodes back from me, uh, and and it's kind of gotten a little bit out of control with the. Uh, I don't know if it's adolescent males or if it's older males, but there's a little bit of an inappropriateness that goes on with Ahsoka's character in the the fan art community. Um, I saw a picture today actually on Tumblr of a bunch of Star Wars, uh, female Star Wars characters in Slave Leia outfits, and Ahsoka was included, and it was very clearly season one and two Ahsoka, and I was like, that's not cool. <laughs> that's a 14-year-old. Not yeah. okay. Not going to reblog this And on it didn't Star start Wars in the Day. fan art community. <laughs> Frankly, it started... It's, it didn't start in the fan art community. Frankly, it started at Lucasfilm when they made the decision to dress her that way. So I th I, that's something I've, I've always strongly disagreed with. I haven't really talked about it in a long time, but... I'm glad that they kind of changed her outfit into what was it, season three, four, 
Yeah, a in season bit. three. Uh, to where it's a little bit better now. Although, I would prefer standard uh, Jedi robes and armored robes because it, it's interesting because the Jedi are part of the military. However, they do, they're not uniform at all, and that's probably one of the biggest characteristics of any well, see, military the, is that each soldier's yeah. uniform. And, and, and they, at the same time, they're not really supposed to be a part of the military, yet they are fulfilling that, ro- that role. So I think, yeah. in a way, the way that they've outfitted themselves and are continuing to... Uh, you can see the changing of the roles with the Jedi during the Clone Wars era, whether it's in... Uh, the video games in the TV show or in the books. Um, and I, th- I think one thing you see is that individual Jedi are beginning to break away from some of the Order's values and aligning themselves more with the war and the clones, mm. um, which their their intentions are good, but in, uh, in the end we see the Jedi Order wind up being fractured and then torn apart. Um, and I, I think you can see that in the direction and I, I, if the Jedi approached the war uh, as a, okay, are we part of the military or are we peacekeepers? Are we leaders of the army or are we trying to um, lead the peace talks? Because it's mm-hmm. difficult to do both. And do we answer first to the Jedi or first to the Republic? You know. If, yeah, if, see, and you know what? Like, th- this is the stuff that I... That that the Clone Wars has done for us, that, that uh, it sort of fleshed out all of that stuff. It helps with that concept of the the uh, the fall of the Jedi Order and yeah. all that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, I, I am somewhat inclined to agree a little bit uh, with Riley on on Ahsoka's outfit and uh, sort of the just it 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 doesn't seem like something that a Jedi would wear. And and some people would say, oh, Ayla Secura is sort of the same. Uh, and, I, and I've always felt like Ayla Secura is clearly just uh, dressed that way for, for sex appeal, you know? Yeah, I was going to uh, say, it's probably, and, and I would point out that's the same consistent problem. Just yeah. Ayla Secura yeah. wasn't the title character of a TV series. So yeah, it was absolutely. A little different. She's not 14, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, In the beginning. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ahsoka is an interesting character in that respect, but you know we're going to see a lot of her uh, growing up a little bit more in in season five. It looks like and there's some cool stories that have sort of been laid out. Uh, we definitely saw her do some mature things in season four, uh, like you know chopping off the heads of four uh, Mandalorians at one time. Uh, so you know maybe she's kind of grown into into uh, that that. Uh, image a little bit more uh from what she was in, in that early stuff but uh but that's enough clone wars uh let's talk really quickly before you guys uh before you guys go about star wars celebration six and uh, and what you guys are looking forward to uh what you'd like to see there and uh and and what you guys are going to be up to hmm. well, I'm, I'm definitely planning on attending a number of Clone Wars panels because again, yeah. like I said about C five, those were a lot of fun. Mm. Um, I will I will be there for yeah Clone Wars panels, uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, whatever yeah. they are gonna v- reveal there. Anything on uh, Star Wars detours, any possible possibility, however remote that they talk about live action series at all. <laughs> uh, whether if they if they have a panel where they just put up a donation box for the live action series, <laughs> uh, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, 
will also be going to uh, panels with the actors and actresses themselves. Because yes. I, I always like hearing from them. And that's what I one thing I wish we had done more of at Celebration 5 was actually take the time for panels that weren't just news-oriented. And that's one thing. <coughs> as, 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 a, as a podcast, you want to go there and cover everything. But really, realistically, there's so many Star Wars blogs and podcasts and, 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 and other vehicles that everything's going to be covered in one way or another. Uh, yeah, it's 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 it's. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna treat it like a race to who gets it on Twitter first, and you know you'll see the people because yeah. you're not in the experience. And so I I want to just go there, enjoy it, and for our listeners who aren't there with us, uh, they can just share the experience with us. And we may yes. not, you know, be first in news or be be doing daily live shows or anything like that, but we will be there and we will be doing interviews and coverage of that kind. Uh, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Well, hopefully you guys will be able to swing by. Uh... Whatever ends up being the recording of the hundredth episode of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, we hope that you guys will be able to tell us participate in that. We kind of, yeah. I, I want to make it a little bit of a, um, of a, of a podcaster mashup, and I, I know oh, uh, yeah. Steve's going to be on that, and uh, and Chris Smith from uh, the Sarlacc Pit's going to be there, awesome. uh, and and I'm hoping that you guys can can jump in and and say hi and and sort of be part of the proceedings. Still no official word for those of you fans that are sitting on the edge of your seat with bated breath uh, as to whether or not the Frontline's 100th episode panel has been approved. But uh, you know what? I haven't ha- heard any bad news about it yet. So uh, I'm, I'm taking the, the position of no news is good news. Uh, and so hopefully we hear something pretty soon. I'm sure we will because it's getting close to to uh, the time when they're going to, you know, release the full schedule and everything like that. And I'm sure that's all, that's what it is. Uh, they're just trying to figure out who they've got time for and where they're going to put everybody and all that sort of thing. So I do not envy the person with that job. <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. Side and note. You know what? Uh, everybody at Lucasfilm has been really awesome in, in these uh, last few months with, uh, you know, answering questions and, and, uh, and, and being as transparent as they possibly can be uh, in organizing such a huge event. Um, and, and I think uh, because a lot of the fans don't directly interact with Lucasfilm uh, and read pop, the, the company that does the, uh, the convention itself, um, they don't really know uh, how, how much work goes into it as well as how great uh, a job these guys are doing uh so you know it's always good to just kind of acknowledge that and say you know everybody over at lucasfilm and and reed popper are just doing like they're working so hard tirelessly to make sure that the best convention uh is what we show up for uh in in august uh, in orlando you know there's a lot of people traveling from a, a long ways a lot further than i'm traveling from that's for sure um and uh and, you know, they want to make sure that it's the best experience possible. So whether or not that means that we get a, a Frontlines episode 100 as an official part of Celebration or not, it'll be there. We'll, we'll be there. Right. I'll be recording. And, so. and Beth, and I, we, we let, yeah, thanks for inviting us. And t- yeah. tell you what, Michael, we will be there. Tell us oh, when yes. and where we will be there. Awesome. Excellent. It's going to be cool. a lot of fun. Well, uh, is there anything else that you guys want to uh, want to talk about before we wrap up here? No, no. I just want to tell uh, thank you so much for having us on, and I'd love to. We'd love to come back on anytime. Talk some Clone Wars. One of my favorite things to talk about. Uh, you could. We'll be recording another episode very soon before I head on to my next summer activity. 
and well, that will be out in the feeds. Just go to StarWarsReport.com. You can find everything we do there. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, as always, you can find all of the latest Frontlines news over at www.CloneWarsPodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Clone Wars podcast. Uh, you can now listen directly from the Facebook page to the podcast. So if you head over there, there's a button at the top that says listen now. And, uh, and you can listen to the podcast directly from there. So you don't even need to go to clonewarspodcast.com. But you will want to because if you comment uh, during the month of July, you'll be entered into a draw for... Uh, a free t-shirt a free frontline as the clone wars podcast t-shirt so head over there and do that uh, you can also follow us on twitter at twitter.com slash clone wars and uh and you can also check out star wars daily starwarsdaily.com and uh, grab all of the particulars from there for your daily dose of star wars uh that's it for us for the uh, 97th episode of frontlines the clone wars podcast we will be back sometime before the end of july with our 98th episode and then uh and then you can look forward to the 99th episode in august which will be a huge uh celebration prep where we'll run down all of the uh must see stuff at star wars celebration so stay tuned for those two episodes coming up in the next month or so uh Thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys. Uh, thanks, Riley and Bethany, for being on our 97th episode. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We, we had a lot of fun. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so we will catch you guys next time. Well, another close to another wonderful show. Obi-Wan Kenobi here saying thank you for listening to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. Brought to you, of course, by StarWarsDaily.com. The force is strong with you all, and it will be with you always. <laughs>